Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never End Podcast, the podcast open to everyone except Clown Shoes Umino. My name is Luke, I'm your host of the Never End Podcast, and with me, as always, is Mr. Guy. Say hello, Mr. Guy. Hello, Mr. Guy. Hello, Luke, and hello to the listeners. Hey, man, we're back on short rest to talk more about Super Junior Tag League. This is the fourth and final part where we will tell you all about what happened in the tournament and if we liked what happened because we have feelings. Some of us we have do. feelings. We have, we have feelings. We, we certainly do. But uh, before we discuss our feelings, let's uh, talk about some professionalism here. And uh, there are ways people can contact and interact with us if they wish to. Uh, it is a sinking ship. But if you wish to follow <laughs> us on the Tweety, it is, you man. can do that. We are there. Uh, I am at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is at Drews with Tweets. Collectively, we are at Never Open Pod. We also have a email address. If you want to send us written or voice emails, you can do that. NeverOpenPod at gmail.com. And if you got any of that, Sasha Banks, Morty. Yeah, that's a good one, right? <laughs> uh, kick it our way. We have a Teespring store where you can get yourself some merch where you look never as back. Also, go to our Tweety. You will see on our Tweety feed, there's a certain listener named Jay who has one of our never open merch. Yeah. It's a hoodie. You can see what it looks like. It looks fucking gnarly. So there you go. Now you, there, there's visible proof of how good our merch is. <laughs> Fucking go get some. God dang it. Dang, mate, that'd make a good Christmas present for oh, yourself or anyone. Confused family members. That's you right. You know? I mean, isn't that that's a fun thing? To make, white elephant gift. You know? Just saying. Be that's awesome. Right. You guys got the white elephant there in Australia? No. So that's when you buy someone a, a goofy gift. You know? Ah. Like, oh, it's a joke. It's a white elephant. That's what you call it. So, well, I don't care if it's a joke or a serious present. Just, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice, you know. Well, Luke, um, we have uh, two shows to talk about, and then we'll probably talk a little bit about power struggle. And uh, you know, but before we do that, we have these two nights. It's night eight and nine of Super Junior Tag League. Um, they mixed up the uh, the tag matches, right? Yeah, they did. I I, uh, I guess uh, because it's the tournament season and New Japan will just be like, here's all the cards for the whole tournament. And then, you know, stat nerds and people who like looking ahead will just go, oh, what's the final night? Oh, these are the stories that they're going to do. So what do they do? They're like, uh, the lineup is subject to change. So obviously for the last night, well, they told us what it was because, you know, that's fine for the last night. But... I liked it how they did that. So, you know, that was yeah. pretty good. They also mixed up who was appearing in the preliminary tags as well, which we'll talk about, which is kind of cool because you were getting real mad last episode. You were like, oh my God, if I have to watch the same match again, I'm going to kill somebody. It's Groundhog Day. Yes. Uh, so there, there was a bit of that. There is a little bit of that on uh, this night. As well, just for well, just one, the match. one, just one, just once, you know, just one fun. little mini bit of groundhogishness. <laughs> but uh, Luke, this fine. building that we're at is called the Komatsu City Sierahiru Gymnasium. That's pronounced perfectly, and I believe <laughs> that some people went went there and they had feelings about it, and they posted those feelings on the internet. Is that correct? 
They do. Uh, if you want your feelings heard, I feel like the internet is the best place for those feelings. <laughs> Therapy? Hell no. I'm going on a Twitter and fucking Google review this I mean, motherfucker. You, no one may hear you, but you'll spit it into the void, and that feels pretty good sometimes. Well, Twitter, the tweet is even more voidy than usual. Look, before we even go to this review, I just want to say I'm, I'm not always fast to notice like the changes. You can show me a, a graph on the Tweety, and I did see one that showed the Tweety's going <laughs> other social media things up, 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 up. Tweety's <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, that's interesting. But having done the Super Junior Tag League, a tournament which has largely been pretty dang good. You'd think like, all right, at least for some of these shows, people are going to be up, right? No. And not only did I notice for that, you don't care, Mr. Guy, but Dynamite's fucking dead too on the tweet. Oh, really? Okay. In terms of all the people I follow that like talk about wrestling and like AEW and stuff, nothing. I, I was just scrolling through and I was like, oh, that's it? Yeah, so... It's well, dead. I'm sad it's dying because I always love Twitter. I've been on there for so long, like 2007 or some shit. You know, it's a long time ago and it's been a part of my day for many, many years. So I'm sad to see it go. But it's time to like, you know, you can't you can't just it. it, it I don't want to watch it die. It's already dead. You know what I mean? In some ways. So it's one of those things where we got to yeah. move on at some point. But at the same time, I, I would argue that this is a tag league. So, you know, before, yeah, we get, before we get too hot or cold about anything, let's just recognize that this is, in fact, a tag, tag scenario. So I'm um, just saying, you know, this is, this is what it is. The fact that I'm going to get fired up tonight about tag league <laughs> goes to show how pretty dang decent this tag league it's been was. Good. It's been pretty and good. Hey, hey, heavies, you got a lot to live up to I mean, before tag league. They're not oh, going man. to. They're all going to be like, oh, man, we're just going to rest before Christmas and fucking New Year's and re before Wrestle Kingdom. I you, you think GBH will be in World Tag League? Look, I, <laughs> I want to say, please, God, no, but I like Hanma and the yeah. idea of him getting a paycheck. Like, I'm into that. <laughs> but fuck Makabe. You you love the payday for Hanma. <laughs> That's pretty good. Well, happy we'll for Hanma. For Hanma. Yeah. Anyway, we're so. Uh, by the way, uh, I feel like you sent me a review for the Edion Arena in Osaka rather than the Kamatsu City Suhiro Gymnasium. So, I sent you both. So, oh, they're both mine. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. You do that. Sorry, you're not going to send me the ones that you're going to read. That's a surprise. No, anyway, I mean, I could, but that wouldn't be fun. Would it? <laughs> All right. So, uh, I'll go. I'll go first here. Here is a review of the Kamatsu City Suhiro Gymnasium. I went to watch a wrestling match, but the floor of the gymnasium was about to fall out. It was very cold. Three stars. Not bad, you know? The place was falling apart, but... That's right. We, we're we going to have a lot of building talk tonight, so just get ready, man. There's, there's going to be some building talk because it's not because there's not other things to talk about. It's just because we were a little noted out uh, and we had some fun uh, just talking about weird shit that was going on in these buildings. But, uh, Luke, I also have a very short review <laughs> of the Komatsu City Gymnasium. And it goes <laughs> a little something like this. It reads, it smelled like the Showa Arena. One star. So I, lo I looked up the Showa Arena, all right? And the Showa Arena is a dome for soccer. 
that has a similar looking roof to this place. This venue is wild. It's got this, it's like an old school. It's many of the Google reviews say this and they're right, is that it is a place that looked futuristic in 1984 or whatever. Like in 1984, you thought this is what the future of buildings is, is this, this circular dome thing, right? The future is now. <laughs> so, so that that's, but also I, I'm pretty sure they've been to this venue before because I recognize the wood paneling. It's so funny how it has this like amazing roof and then fucking wood paneling that looks like it's from a trailer in Kentucky, you know? <laughs> so this venue was so amazing to Mr. Andy and I that we made jokes about it two nights in a row. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So oh. the Osaka <laughs> perfect rule number two, that's a fine place to do the wrestles, but holy shit, the Suhiro gymnasium. <laughs> All right, so let's just do this right now to set the stage. Should we tell them about this? <laughs> yeah, we got to tell them. Weird. You noticed something early on on the Suhiro gymnasium show, and it's I saw it. As soon as you mentioned it, I'm like, oh, I can't unnotice this. <laughs> so weird. So you've got the vent, you've got everyone sitting down, like around around the ring as usual. But then you've got like this balcony area. There's not many people up there at all, but there are a whole bunch of people spaced evenly apart, facing away. Now I understand if you're down on the floor, there's people doing that. That's security. They're making sure things are secure and things like that. But there's no yeah. one up there. And all they seem to be doing the whole entire time is just staring at the fucking wall like they're in the naughty corner or something like that. And you and I was just like, all right, nonstop gags just about these people it's on funny. the wall. I mean, the way it looks, you know, the way the kind of scenario that we were talking about is that, OK, so the thing that kind of makes it even funnier is that on the first floor, all the security guards are facing the ring watching the show. Right. And some of them have to do that thing where they sit down, you know, and like they get down real low. Look but other than that, they just fucking stand there and watch the. But everybody who's above up on the second level is standing looking at the fucking empty seats behind them. So staring at the seats on the wall. Not allowed to look at the ring. So we were surmising that that's where, you know, if you got heat with the boss, that's where they put you up on the second level and then they forget about you. You're five minutes late. You're on fucking wall duty. That's right. Stand Wait. here. This is a load-bearing position. <laughs> <laughs> and then we joked that like people were standing at the wall for so long that uh, every every few people on that wall duty were actually dead, and they were legit skeletons. So it was just like nonstop skeleton games right. the whole time. Maybe we'll find, yeah, maybe we'll find some of the fake Google reviews that we wrote to each other <laughs> later in the show because there's some good ones, but. Uh, Anyway, so but this is also the venue. I'm pretty sure we've been here before. That Motto, like Watto's mom. I was we were joking around about Watto's mom working there because there was like a security That's guard right. last time they were there that looked exactly like Master Watto, <laughs> just that like him. And I was like, what the fuck? And they kept getting closer to the ring, and we were like, what are they doing? <laughs> so what are but you this, doing? This, this building's fucking dope. So how about this? I'm thinking, how about I start this one and you start night two? Is that cool? Yeah, because by that math, that would mean that you talk about the main event on night two. Yeah, I think that's a really good way to I do mean, it, Mr. Guy. <laughs> I wasn't my intention. I just, uh, you know, that first match on night two, I don't know if I saw the whole thing. So uh, anyway, ah. 
Luke, no, I this, get it. this night begins with Hanma and the two youths versus United two Empire. Youths? It's Great Ocon, Hen R A, and Newman. And Shoda, <laughs> this is great, man. <laughs> like, what is this? So uh Shoda oh my gosh, this old man gets in the ring, right? And Shoda Hey look, it's you know, <laughs> Yeah, it's not him. Sorry. It's it's it's, a, it's another old man. And he looks very happy. And Shoda Umino walks up to him and presents him with this like very nice like letter thing and and it's all wrapped up and everything it's amazing looking apparently it is a portion of today's proceeds are going to the town and it's uh we we were wondering if they have a giant novelty check all folded up in there because usually when you present something like that it's a giant novelty check you know so <laughs> we were bummed out about that so. exactly and we thought maybe show to umino's new theme song would be every baby thrives you like that? That's Remember right. That? So, <laughs> Every baby thrives. So this uh, this is a standard uh, match. It's pretty good. We get some Hanari versus Shota Umino, which I'm really enjoying that matchup when it happens. Uh, we get Great Okan versus Hanma, and it's a fucking blast. <laughs> the, the crowd loves Hanma. He goes to hit the Kokeshi, hits it on the first time. The crowd's like, what? <laughs> They're fired up, man. <laughs> So I really like that. That never happens. And we don't have time to stretch all that shit out in this match. So Hanma no sells a kick to the head from Great Khan and gets a rocket Kokeshi for two. But Great Khan starts hitting moves he doesn't normally hit here. It's pretty cool. He's like busting out all kinds of weird shit. And I love that about Great Khan. He just decides, I'm going to do these moves all of a sudden. Yes, I do these. You know? And and it's not it's not a standing moonsault that he can't do. You know what I'm saying? Like So it's like stuff he can do. Some, yes. some, people, some people try new moves, and it's like, I don't know, brother. Let's go to the back like of the when, draw, uh, drawing board. <laughs> my, my three examples would be Shingo doing kicks. I love yeah, Shingo. But what was that? <laughs> don't do kicks. It was uh, uh, Loa doing a standing moonsault, yeah. as you said. And there is one more. that. Uh, oh, and it's Yoshihashi doing a plancha. Yeah, Yoshihashi, don't do dives at all. He just, <laughs> his head is like a heat-seeking missile for that fucking apron. You know it is, man. He's just asking to land on those fucking steel steps again, man. That's where the crash Oh, no. He, he'll never <laughs> save the day again. So, anyway, uh, ground cobra on Hanma, and he has to give up. Hanari uh, flex. Oh, this is great. So there's this little kid in the front row and Hanari is just flexing for the kid, like posing for him, you know, and, and like making crazy faces and the kids going nuts. And Shota Umino is not happy about it. That is his fan. Damn it. He is the only one that can have kid fans. Every that's baby true. thrives. I would say the only other person that's allowed to have at least one kid fan is like Doki because he's got like he's, he's massive mega fan. That's, but that's, true. that's it. That's the lore of New Japan, everyone. That's true. Now, now there is also something that uh, that Luke you you mentioned uh, at this point, and I mean, this is what the show's going to be like. I'm sorry, as we're just got all these jokes and stuff. It's fun. Maybe a laugh, maybe you won't. But um, Luke was telling me like, hey, in Japan, like, because you know, we were thinking, oh, maybe that kid now he wants face tattoos, right? You know, because he saw how cool Hanari looks. He's like, oh, I want to get those. But what did you do? You remember what you said about this? <laughs> yeah, I did. I said. Mommy, can I get face tattoos? And uh, the mom turns around and is like, you shut the fuck up. I've got Archer on speed dial. <laughs> Lance Archer will come and, kill him because every baby right. dies. 
That's right. Lance Archer is now the boogeyman that parents use, uh, wrestling, uh, you know, wrestling families use now to keep their kids in mind. You better be careful because <laughs> uh, I'll play the music. I'll play the music. That's it's right. Suddenly, suddenly around the house, it's like, <laughs> everybody, you know, it's mom, no, no. Archer's going to get you. He's under your bed. If you don't eat your veggies, Archer is going to kill you with a rusty coat hanger. <laughs> So not appearing on this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! That's fun. I could live with that. The gags are just too good. Like I, I they, they tickle me. So I don't. That. I like that more than the wrestling on these two shows because I was kind of like we were talking about it a little bit. It's just kind of like I don't know if I want to see any more juniors tag matches right now. I think I've seen enough. You know, <laughs> so. Just like ah, what was burnout? It's yeah, it's, it's a lot yeah. of juniors tag matches, and this is the fourth show in a row this week. So it's just kind of well, third and fourth. It's a yes. lot of shows in a row this late <laughs> in the year, and uh, I tell you what, I I watched almost all of these live. I think you did too. That's not happening for World Tag League, guys. I'm sorry. No, mate. no, and all those shows start at four thirty in the morning for me. That's out. Not happening. Sorry. Usually, usually, uh, charity would be like, "Hey, let, let let's do these things this week." I'm like, "Oh yeah." She's like, "What's your new Japan schedule like?" So I'll tell her what the schedule's like, and you know, maybe there'll be a show or something if it's important enough. I'm like, "Oh, watch this. Watch that next day. Let's just go do this thing." Well, for World Tag League, the heavies, it'll be like charity. Charity will be like, "Hey, Luke, what nights do you have New Japan on?" And I'll be like, "Don't worry about it. Let's go." No. So, yeah, yeah there is that sacrifices. The grumpy to electric boogaloo makes to do this show and i appreciate it <laughs> yes yes thank you all right so now we have uh taiji ishimori and gato versus hiromu takahashi and yoda suji i uh, i love these yeah we get this again the next night but the added extra element that keeps these ones from being Groundhog Day-ish for me is the added novelty of Hiromu being the DDT's <laughs> Iron Man heavy metal champion. So uh, Hiromu doesn't walk out when his music plays. He sticks his head out of the curtain just to make sure no one's there waiting for him to roll him the fuck up. So good. Oh, my God. Yoda wants to do a move where he picks Hiromu up and, you know, so he can, like, slam him onto Ishimori or something like that. And and, and Hiromu's like, no, fuck you. You're going to for the title. <laughs> no. Great. But Yoda's like gold grinning because he can't. I, I just can't trust him. He's got that smile. It's, he's very like Naito in his his relationship with Hiromu is getting very brotherish, like uh, yeah, yeah. Naito's relationship with Hiromu, and I really like it. But no, Yoda was serious, so he picks him up, comes down. Now nah, Ishimori's got his knees up, so boom. Doesn't <laughs> work uses, out. <laughs> nope. Hell no. Gato uses the bell hammer on Hiromu. Ishimori beats up Yosuji right near Milano collection, messing up all of the stacks of papers that he has. What is which that? We, we did have a joke about what these uh, these papers were. And I said maybe he's doing a list of pros and cons of the DKC because he hasn't been a big DKC fan this tournament. He's been right. like, oh, it's a DKC. Like, and, uh, and I said, like, yeah, all those papers, he's still doing the cons. Mm-hmm. Of uh, of the DKC. Well, that's because so, like, the the pros so, uh, only took one line. It was Haya. The pros yeah. was just Haya pro, and then the S in parentheses. So that's um, right. <laughs> the LIJ mess up his paperwork. Oh my god! And then I see something that's going to continue on into the next night, and I decided it's one of my new favorite things. 
because you have Suji just fucking stiffs and beats the shit out of Gato, just fucking kills him. Like, it's great, dude. I, I know he's a bad guy. He's your boss too. Holy shit. What are you? All right, cool. Do, just do it, man. Because some of those bumps at Gator, I was like, are you all right, Gator? He's like, all right. He seems fine. So it was just good selling and all that good moves. So yeah, he just gets absolutely destroyed. Then followed up with a stop. By <laughs> for the win. Oh my God. It's like, it's like uh, Yoda was just like, extra stank on everything you son of a bitch oh okay i think uh gato took that curve stop awesome it looked tremendous you know and that's he he wants to put that guy over man he wants he wants stars to play with so anyway uh no one tries to roll up Harumu though which i thought was kind of lame you know we'll see if anybody else tries to but it was fun as he left like the the young lions were kind of looming you know what I mean? They're kind of getting close, and he's like all oh, leery of everybody. You know? like, uh, <laughs> they're so not young lions; they're young vultures. They're just circling around. Great! Oh man, Volton Vulture Oleg. You know that's right. Uh, that was great. Also, the uh, it's been a while since we've seen Ishimori go, and man, it's just a thing of beauty, my friends. So that I match really is gonna be amazing. Yeah, it's always great. Good to see it again. Anyway, uh, next, Luke, we have a match that sure did happen. It's House of Torture versus Chaos. I think the crowd feels just like we do about this match. They're polite, and they do get loud, but they are absolutely silent when Yujiro wrestles. I mean, like, pin drop, it's the quietest crowd of all time when he does anything. Dude, <laughs> so Togo, massive heat. Yeah. Show, massive heat. Yoshinobu Katamara, you son of a bitch. Evil, Massive man. Heat. Evil. If 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 Naito is the guy who could just walk out and everyone just stands up and goes, oh, my God, he's here. Evil's the guy who does the opposite. And you're like, fucking boo. <laughs> ah. Yujiro, though, crickets. You know how lucky he is to be in that position? I know people can hate on House of Torture all they want, but I like him, even though I'm probably going to complain about him very soon, uh, night two, but... Yajiro, for a guy who coasts, some people just fall upwards, and uh, he's got a nice cushy spot where he is, and it's it's not deserving. You're still yeah. a pimp. Well, Show completely changed his gimmick to be in House of Torture. Well, Dick Togo was oh, there yeah, from pimp. the start, so that's how he's always been. Evil completely changed how he is. Now he's he lives up to his name. Yajiro... It's amazing. His his gimmick got worse because he um, lost, uh, you know, he lost the bunny lady. So Peter, Peter's like, I'm not getting in no house of torture. Get out of here. He's like, house of what? The house smells. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it does. Just it like smells the worse toilet. In this venue. <laughs> <laughs> the toilet, the venue. Anyway, oh so God. house of torture, they beat up Ishii a bunch and Yano and Togo do some fun stuff. They're, you know, they're both in it. That's good. Um, Yano gets a fair play while Dick Togo is holding the corner pad and Togo just kind of hugs it in pain after he gets rolled up, which is funny. Um, and then this is when we were writing fake reviews about the venue. So. I still haven't looked any of those up, but maybe we will later. <laughs> I, I found I found where they where they were on my on my phone, so uh, okay. I'm good. But uh, so Matt, <laughs> <laughs> they're all so stupid. Oh, you know what? I'm going to read one. I'm a wall skeleton and fell over at the workplace. 
<laughs> I'm in pieces and can't work anymore. They fired me and cancelled my death insurance. Zero stars. Death insurance. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. yeah, we 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 like the skeleton jokes for some reason. That was tickling oh, yeah. both of us. So anyway. All right. So next we've got the DKC. Uh, boo, according to Milano. Boo. And but he's been great this whole tour, though, I have to admit. DKC and Ryusuke Taguchi versus the War Dogs. That is Clark Connors and Driller Maloney. And uh, Taguchi's just straight up stomped on Clark Connors at the start here. And then uh, Taguchi makes Connors run the ropes. And then Connors just stops and turns around, like, all pissed off. Like, fuck you, Taguchi. I'm not playing that game. And then Taguchi gets beat the fuck up. That transition was awesome it was so good because they didn't they got a pop for looking at each other tremendous they did i did and tremendous. that was great i, I just want to point out that one of my favorite little comfort matches is a match between uh taguchi and clark connors before clark connors joined bullet club and he was the wild rhino and it was just like this entire ass battle and it was amazing so yeah there, there is that uh <laughs> well and those two teamed together in this very tournament last year which plays a part in this match you know absolutely so the dkc is getting in some offense on the driller and then here the taguchi they they get driller into position they have to go no driller this way yeah stand there karate punch karate punch karate punch oh final karate punch oh we just punched our fists together uh-oh that's not good, but uh, we also see, uh, I love this move. I don't really care who does it. It's awesome every time. I like the crucifix bomb. DKC yeah. does one on Connors and uh, Connors and DK and uh, DKC and Taguchi. They do their double submissions. I'm always feel safe during double submission spots. I'm like, oh yeah, this match ain't ending here. No matches end at the double submissions. <laughs> uh, it kind of does happen though in one of these matches. So we'll talk about it. Yeah, but uh, the driller, he throws uh, Taguchi into the DKC and uh, Taguchi, <gasps> he spears Clark Connors. Yeah. There's a then there's a missed total ass elimination, which calls back <laughs> the earlier spot where they missed the karate punches. And uh, that leads to Bullet Club just whooping total ass against uh, DKC and their full clip. And Clark Connors pins him. Bullet Club on 10. The DKC and Taguchi on four points. After the match, Clark Connors shows Taguchi the belt. And, like, really, like, heartfelt. He's like, this is why. This is why. Like that. It was awesome. He And he said it, like, 50 times. He kept saying it. And normally when people do that, I get pissy in wrestling. Because it's like, oh, they gave you one line to say and you won't stop saying it. You know, but he was, like, trying to. It was good. He got his thing over. It was, he got it over. So it was awesome. Um, so, <laughs> oh man, this is where I have notes here about the, uh, you know, not looking directly at the ring because the re you know, the repercussions means, you know, uh, as far as this is where I'm noticing the security guard guys here. That's so. right. All right. So, Mr. Guy, this is yes. one of yours. So oh, okay. Let's hear it. I was ordered to avert my eyes from the game, but Naito and his friends were there. I was fired. <laughs> that's a pretty good one right so awesome. sounds just like a google review right <laughs> they call it the game they'll call it a game that's right that's yeah, right so anyway i went and see the game <laughs> that's what mr brett always calls it too he'll call he calls every show the tournament you know 
So it's like, all right, the tournament. Cool, Mr. Fred. That's some weird translation thing. Anyway, so next, Luke, we have pretty good match. It is TMDK versus LIJ. You did mention War Doctor now on 10. LIJ are on 10 starting this, or on 8 starting this match. Um, I believe TMDK. Let's see who is that. Yes, yes. Right, and yes. and so TMDK are on 6. So this is a very important match for LIJ. So Naito and Shingo fucking show up what the hell they're there it's awesome and shingo has the belt you never champ is here we are so fired up man i love that and so for the never champ and the, the uh, way everyone pops for naito <laughs> yeah that's true he's uh, you know naito shingo's friend that's yeah. right but uh in our world he is yeah <laughs> so this match has a cool start because Fujita wants some of Teton. And I'm like, yeah, go get it, man. Go get it, fucking Fujita. And so uh, he he does some really cool shit, some really good exchanges between those two to start. TMDK do a bunch of team moves. And then LIJ get up on Fujita. And the Tornado DDT has never looked better than when it does when Robbie Eagles takes it. My God, the the – fucking you know ddt that uh chris charles says i live for that ddt says that every time now uh teton does it so anyway it must be the shoes yeah man he said that like three times in one of the matches it's like and we were talking well we'll talk about that later but uh <laughs> the shoes thing is pretty funny but anyway uh that tornado dt looks amazing robbie eagles rules and so uh robbie he tries he gets this rope walk springboard splash thing <laughs> oh he takes that from from yeah. uh from teton and he pulls and then but he catches him and pulls him right into the ron miller special fujita gets a double wrist lock on bushi for the double submission spot which is fun and uh let's see here um there's a hanging missile drop kick from teton that looks particularly nasty um <laughs> it's awesome it, he's kind of hitting fujita pretty hard in this match and it's like Fair enough. You know, it's, it's, I like it. So Fujita flips out of the MX and it's, it's so cool, cool, man. I don't know how, like the, like, like the MX setup thing he does, he flips out of it and just like, whoop. you remember? So Kenny Omega, when he do the, you cannot escape, he would, you know, do that rolling thing. And then boom, he flips out of it and his body like springs. Right. You know, and and not too many wrestlers' bodies quite do that, have that same kind of snap. Fujita's Fujita's got it. You know, it looks amazing. He's got so the snap. That, he's got the fucking snap, man. Um, so that was really cool. Robbie comes in to support him. And this match gets real stiff at the end. Like, goddamn, LIJ win with their combo move, of course, because their friends are there. A really great effort from TMDK. They're out of the tournament at this point, but LIJ are now on 10, TMDK on 6, and uh, those, uh, you know, War Dogs also on 10. I'm going to remind you who's on 10. That's right. Yeah, this match was heaps of fun i'm pretty sure my note here and you pretty much said that as well that uh, t10 and bushi pretty much killed fujita in this match i'm like oh. they're mad at him yeah <laughs> you've only been on excursion for six weeks you're fucked. <laughs> how dare you come back so soon you are, you think you're all that no. but uh yeah and awesome to see uh robbie eagles mixing it up against uh, bushi and t10 as well so uh just reminds me of the best of super juniors so it's really awesome stuff i like this match too so, yeah, let's go to the next one. It is Yo and Musashi versus uh, the Intergalactic Jet Setters, Kevin Knight and Kushida. And look at this at the start. Kevin Knight is helping with an abdominal stretch, <laughs> like House of Torture, like a heel. I'm like, what? 
That was funny. And it's also, come to mention it, House of Torch haven't done that spot for a while. They haven't done the Arbe spot for a while either. Yeah. All right. They're moving Fresh on. Up, that yeah, freshen right. up every once in a while, you know? So maybe, let... maybe Arbe's injured. He hurt his back on one of them, and now he's on the on the fucking shelf, and they, they're like, no Arbe spots. Can we do a Milano spot instead? And Milano's like, no. He's on the no-touch no list. Fucking... He's <laughs> definitely on the no-touch list. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Masashi, he gets wailed on for like the first five minutes, like just absolutely destroyed by the jet setters. They they don't have it. They just don't like Masashi. But then he tags in Yo, and uh, <laughs> all right, there's a move that looks good when it looks good, but if someone's not in position, it doesn't look a hundred percent. And it's one of those things. It's not always everyone's fault because the Pele kick is a move that happens really fast, and there's something I've noticed uh, from this tournament that I probably should have remembered from the best of the Super Juniors is that Kevin Knight overshoots and none of the wrestlers can anticipate that. <laughs> that happens all the time because he's he's getting more air than the average wrestler for yeah. sure, right? That, the wrestlers will stand in the ring or outside the ring in the normal position because that's usually where a wrestler will land and then Kevin Knight will overshoot that because it must be the shoes, according to Chris Charlton. But, man, because uh, Yo's not in the correct place for that Pele kick, and he falls anyway, but that's okay. Masashi was there. He took it. Uh, there's a nice bridging German by Masashi on Kevin Knight, and uh, Knight hits his jumping Rana and uh, then his uh, DDT for the win on Masashi. So the jet setters are on 10 points. Yo and Masashi are on six points couple things about this match. I mean, like you said, this is Jet Setters now on 10, so they had to win this going in, right? So that was a big match Absolutely. for them, and they were throwing everything on the, on the uh, you know, out there. This uh, this show had uh, Japanese commentary, so we're listening to Milano a lot. You know, he's one of the voices I recognize, and I kind of, he, he emotes very well. So he, um, <laughs> there's like a big hot tag to Kevin and Kevin like flies into the ring. I don't even know what he did. He just like, wow, he's flying into the ring and Milano cracks up. I've never heard someone laugh so hard about something in their life. He, <laughs> he sounded like, you know, fucking morning zoo radio guys <laughs> laughing at a shitty joke. He lost his mind and that made me laugh pretty hard. I like this. So, uh, you know, they, oh, there was something else too where Kevin Knight, Okay, so you got the other two uh, jet setters, and you know, or uh, Kevin in there with the chaos team. That's what I've been calling them, and and they're going to do a double super kick, and he jumps over them, jumps over them. Yes. See ya. It's that was awesome. Fucking crazy. And then the last thing about this match that I found very amusing is that normally when someone does a spike DDT, you sell it spike, right? You sell it spiking. Not Musashi. He's like, fuck you. Rolls through. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, so funny. Anyway, that shit was hilarious, but uh, good stuff. Next, Luke, we have your favorite tag team versus your favorite tag team. Wow. It is Watto and Desperado versus just two guys. And um, there is all kinds of history here, man, you know, because it's, it's, uh, it's, it takes me a second for it to sink in what's going on because Desperado and Doki start the match, and I'm like, Cool, Desperado and Doki wrestling, and then they stand there. And I'm like, oh, I miss Takataichi Mania. This match gave us, the whole time we're watching this, it's like, this is Takataichi Mania yeah. brought to life right here. 
That was sad. Because <sighs> those shows, those shows are still on New Japan World. Um, and you should go back and watch them. They're probably free now. Takataichi Mania shows are awesome. So yeah, you know, we we saw Doki's kind of rise to you know success come from jobbing to Desperado twice and to Taichi once in just tremendous matches. Both of them, all three of those matches were awesome. Oh, Definitely so want to go back and watch those. So there's all this history with you know Zuki Goon and the Takataichi Mania stuff and uh I want to go back and watch that stuff. But anyway, Doki has always gone particularly hard against Wado as well. So he hits Wado really hard. <laughs> Every time he wrestles him, he's like, fuck <laughs> you, dude. So Doki used the Doki Chokey early and often. And that leads to, uh, you know, uh, somebody. Oh, Marty Asami is refing this match. And he screams in this wrestler's face uh, that's in the Doki Chokey. He asks him if he wants to give up. So, um, He's doing that to everybody, screaming in their face. And I'm just kind of watching this match. I'm not, I don't have a ton of notes on it because I was just kind of like, okay, taking this in. Um, so Wado, uh, he tags in and Taka. Oh, Taka's kind of stiff on Wado too. He hits a Zack driver on Wado, but Desperado breaks it up. Desperado makes the save again, pulling Doki off the apron to keep Wado from taking daybreak. So like Desperado's in there saving Wado over and over again, you know, and it's like, He's doing that because he wants to win, but maybe he's doing it because he cares too. Maybe yeah, you know that's kind of that's the story, right? You know that's kind of what's going on here. So it's great. Doki, he gets all fired up. He's like, "I'm on fire! Here I come!" Yeah. Fucking botches a springboard move off the ropes, but instead of like like just. I don't know. Usually guys don't sell this right. So he just is like, ouch, my back, because I fell on the mat, you see, right? And so Desperado just picks him up, hits him with a cider suplex. Boom. It's like it didn't Loved happen. It. You know, they know what they're doing. That was great. So then daybreak on Desperado. Remember water? He saved water from the daybreak. Now he's taking the daybreak. So <laughs> Doki almost dies again on another time. So great. Doki was like, he was going back to Takataichi Mania too. He's like, man, it's like oh, it's like two, three years ago again. I'm gonna botch everything. It's great. So, <laughs> so just face lock. Um, and Chumpy absolutely loses his mind at this point. Just get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. screaming in everybody's faces. So great. So but Wado reverses just face lock into Vendival just kind of easily. It just kind of does it. And Taka has to give up Desperado and Wado on 12 points. Just two guys on two points. All right. So I love like I like how I like sometimes seeing a botch is interesting because just to see how uh, wrestlers react to it. And I'm like, don't do the spot again. Don't do the spot again. No, Doki sells like he fucked it up. And then Desperado just picks him up. And as you said, side suplex. Well done. Well covered. And then the match continues. It's fine. Really liked that. So, yeah, this, this match was awesome. Oh, did you get Taka just flipping out of a high-angle German? Oh, yeah. He was on fire, man. Taka Michinoku was on fire in this match. Like... He was there to make Wado Despi look good, like big time. I don't know. Maybe it's because Despi's in the match and, you, you know, they might not be in the same faction anymore. But come on, they're still bros. Yeah, definitely. Come on. You're going to make him look good. Yeah, I really like this match. This is like the only match where I said to you, I don't want just two guys to win. That's the only time I've said that this tournament. 
because <laughs> I want to see Watto and Despi in the finals. And, you know, we, we think maybe they're – I thought at this point that they were a lock. You know what I mean? That's what I thought. I was wrong. But, you know, we'll get to it. So a part of me was feeling like, oh, maybe they don't want to do Catch 2-2 and Watto Despi again because they've just done that match and it would be too soon to have it again. But, no, here's the main event. It's House of Torture doing versus Catch 2-2. And guess who wins this match? Catch 2-2. Guess who's going to win the final? Probably Catch 2-2. So they have to win. <laughs> they have to beat someone they've already beaten. Mind you, if they had to fight Wado and Despi, they've already beaten them too. But this extra, extra added stank fire between Akira and Despi, which stank kind of – The story was already there. The story's all there. I don't get pissed off about House of Torture that often, boys and girls, but I will be on night two. I'm kind of stalling. This match is really good. I'm I'm into it because it's still, well, this night and not the final night. So I'm, I'm excited. I realize that, all right, you know, Catch 2-2 need this to equalize the points and House of Torture are already in the runnings because I've already got 10 points. So that's pretty much where we're going. And, uh, and all that kind of stuff. It's, it, it, it's, it's a fun match. It's got all the House of Torture stuff. It's fine. I didn't do mega notes for this, but uh, TJP just rolls him up, rolls uh, Yoshinobi Katamara up. Like, all the cheating, all the shenanigans. And uh, rather than try for their amazing top moves, which are probably always going to get thwarted because you've got the extra evil Yujiro and Togo around, just a quick snap roll up that no one can uh, kind of run in and stop because it's just it happens just like that. So that was a really smart finish by TJP. It's just like, oh, if, if, if we do our big power moves and give everyone a chance to kind of interfere, that's not going to work. I'm just going to quickly roll this motherfucker up. Done. Bang. You couldn't get there in time. It's over. And uh, that's pretty much what happens. Yeah. I like this a lot. There was some fun stuff in here. I noticed right away that the junior tag teams, they came out alone. So you're like, well, <laughs> it's going to be 300 run-ins. And one of the best run-ins to ever happen oh, yes. in New Japan Pro Wrestling happens in this match, Luke. Where, I mean, you got House of Torture guys all over the place whooping ass, and here comes United Empire. And everybody's just like, yeah, they're in their street clothes, you know? They're hanging out, There's, but they're just normal fighting, you know? Except for one man who is a great man. The great Okan was fighting with a real sword. Yeah! Thank you. And he brought his fucking sword out and put it to Evil's throat and fucking walked him to the back like that. <laughs> By the way, I also like uh, Hanare's got some kind of, uh, I think the Rugby World Cup's on, so I think feel like he's got some kind of rugby-related kind of jerseys and stuff coming out. So he comes out looking like he's going to absolutely destroy Dick Togo. And he's like, nah, you're not getting past me. Nah. No, no, just fucking grabs him like you fucking duck. It was awesome. Yeah, they just like walk and brawl to the back, you know. <laughs> but Great right. O'Connor had his sword and was doing his like, ah, crazy tongue <laughs> stuff too. It's great. I love how they love showing that clip of him they doing do. it to Shingo. It's so funny. Ah. Uh... <laughs> All right, Luke. Well, tonight uh, on night nine, we got a lot to talk about before we can even get to the wrestling because we got reviews. But we also have English commentary live in the debut in Japan of Walker, Texas Ranger. Tell me all That's about it. it, Luke. It's Walker Stewart's first Japanese show. And it's 
also Mr. Guys and myself, selves, myself. That's our first experience listening to him do commentary. We didn't hear him do commentary on the American show because we could just watch it for free with Japanese on our subscription or pay money on fight. That's even, that's like twice the price of New Japan monthly. Like, fight, yeah. Fuck that shit. So, this is our first intro to uh, Mr. Walker, Texas Stewart. And <laughs> he's 21, he's young. And his first show, no major fuck ups, doesn't say anything stupid like Life Makers. If this is what he's like on his first show, when he must be feeling lots of butterflies and nerves and all that kind of stuff, he's going to be fine, man. He's going to be fine. He's a different voice. Yeah. I might, for, so for a long time, New Japan fans used to Kevin Kelly. You're going to notice that he's got a very different sounding voice and a different approach to how he does it. But felt he was kind of smooth and he acquitted himself really well. So if they, if this is the if this is what he's like on his first show, we're we're fine. Yeah, he's going to be good. I think he did great. You yeah. know, I, I'm not a huge fan of the American style of announcing. So that's my only beef is it's just kind of he's got that, which is fine. You know, I, hopefully he'll figure out his own style while he's at New Japan and something that's a little less, you know, that kind of stuff. I just I don't like that. But that's uh, that's American sports. Every announcer is like that. You know, they say like, you know, it's, it's strike one. You know, it's never just strike one. And I get it. There's a performance going on. So, but he, he said, like, I loved everything he said. And his yeah. banter with Chris was genuine and it wasn't over the top. And so I felt like he added a really big, not, now I'm not saying Kevin Kelly's unprofessional, but I mean, you know, he's kind of unprofessional sometimes in a lot of ways where he doesn't give a fuck, you know. Just at least at the last, yeah, the past year he's been burying wrestlers and cracking jokes about everything. And so it was nice to have a more serious, you know, a, a, yeah. a, you know, approach, but at the same time they were cracking jokes and it was almost like there was a relationship forming where Chris was cracking too many jokes and he was trying to like keep them on on course they're, which, they're feeling each other out yeah like, i liked it so. so yeah i feel like they, they built they started a good rapport tonight the only nitpick i'd have with commentary and i can't blame chris charlton for doing this at all because hey it's your first night maybe you need a just a, a little i'm just going to prod just in case you know on stories and stuff so he does mansplain a couple things yeah to do it <laughs> but he's he's been doing that he did that to kevin too so. <laughs> i don't mind it's fine. Like he's he's really nerdy for all this stuff, and he has a longer memory than I think uh, than Kevin. And he doesn't know what uh, Walker Stewart's memory like is, or how much homework he does. But it felt like to me, also as I was watching this show and listening to Walker Stewart's commentary, that he'd watched well Junior Tag League. He'd watched. Oh yeah. He knew what so was going on. Man. He knew he knew all the stories, and he was able to even ask Chris questions, which uh, allowed Christian uh, Chris christian chris to nerd out and uh spit all those nerdy facts and they stuff. did so a great good. job they did a great job i'm i'm uh just you know i got we gotta say critiquey things too so That's anyway right. but uh luke this next night is night nine we have a few returns we got some different shit going on but first we have google reviews of edian arena which is gymnasium number two <gasps> osaka all right let's what hear was, it uh, what was yours all right, you want me to go first? All right. Please. There was a competition, and I was indebted. 
the venue itself was large, which was nice. However, the toilet smells really bad. Two stars. He was indebted. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that competition was so good that I owe them money. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. Oh, it one. saved my life. And uh, now I swear a life debt to you. <laughs> I like that one. So, okay. I also have a Google review of Eating Arena Gymnasium number two. And it goes a little something like this. It says, and it goes a little something like this. <laughs> it says, I would like to request that the toilets be improved so that even a woman with a lot of luggage can use them with peace of mind. <laughs> that one's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's that's uh, some of the amazing hot take discourse we uh, appreciate here on the uh, Never Open Podcast. <laughs> My, oh my goodness. My goal going forward, by the way, is I want to find one that has toilet talk, rude staff, parking issues, distance to the train, and then maybe a wild card. You know, all that in one. That'd be the ultimate review. <laughs> oh. oh my God. I noticed that, like, as soon as you found a the theme of, oh man, there's a couple reviews here about stank toilets, you were like, <laughs> that's the only reviews I need. You're like me. It's like that episode of uh, of Always Sunny in Philadelphia where that they ask Frank, "What, what, why you shit the bed, Frank? Poop is funny. Poop's funny. It just is. It's true. So yes, uh, here we go. We have uh, Hiromu and Yodasuji versus a Gato and Taiji Ishimori. It's Hiromu picking out again just to make sure no one's coming out to get him. I do like that. That uh, even though this is the same match as the night before, they do different shit. Like, there wasn't so much of a pin battle the night before uh, between Ishimori and Hiromu. So this one has has that. Just to freshen things up, I feel like, you know, Ishimori and Hiromu is like, eh, we did that. Let's let's do pin battles and stuff. It was nice. This is good, but like a few matches tonight, this is short. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be a, a thing. But, yes, my new favorite thing continues in this match, and that's Yoda Suji just murdering. Just murdering Gato. And he does that again for the win here. Uh, Post-match, Yudo calls his spot. And he goes for the Hefe Metal title. He goes for two pins. He doesn't get them. But uh, so let me know now. And the listener's name is Andy. What happened uh, backstage uh, between for Hiromu and his Iron Man belt? So he... At his backstage comments, I guess he was accosted by Ishimori. Ishimori rolled him up. And so Ishimori, as of whenever that happened, he was the uh, Iron Man champion. So maybe their match will be for both titles. That would be fun, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's that's right. So uh, there you go. You got uh, two. No longer you got uh, Hiromu two belts. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I like it. Like. It is a bit of a poison chalice that that belt. Uh, poison chalice, I love. Is that, that. Uh, I'm, I'm stealing Charlton's line there, but that was a good one. Uh, I like it. <laughs> Pretty funny. Yeah. It's true, man. You know, I've seen those twenty four seven belts on the indies work well, and I've seen them go real poorly, and I've seen them on TV go very poorly, and it's uh, it, it is a double edged sword. Yeah. Um, next, Luke, we have a match that <laughs> my notes. Yeah. 
my notes okay. begin with the question, why? Because it's the Dream Team versus House of Torture. What? So, so this is... Uh, I know you're going to mention it, but we see Zack Sabre Jr. in the crowd just heckling them, and I'm like, well, couldn't you have TMDK versus the Dream Team? I know you've got a title match, but don't have all three. Maybe chuck Tito in there and have him take the pin. He's and not in Japan. Up. You know, I think it's it was probably they didn't have the other guys there. So... Somebody yeah. fucked up, man. Somebody fucked up, fam. Man. But uh, but uh, this is a slightly different matchup than you know than what we're used to here, I guess. Although we've seen this match five thousand times, sort of, just not with Tanahashi involved. So there's a dick chop to Tanahashi, which is funny. <laughs> they do this really weak ass triple uh, submission spot, and Dick Togo taps out to the clover leaf during the submission spot. So the like triple submission spot. So we were talking That's about that funny. earlier, how that never happens. But in this match, they're like, fuck it. After the match, Zack Sabre Jr. appears in the balcony. He talks shit and says, oh, we sure are going to beat you in the wrestling. That's right. We're, we're here. We're, we're in Osaka just uh, to build up our match at the last second. <laughs> but yes, uh, here we go. But now our next match. Man, I don't have mega notes for this because this match just makes me fucking laugh. It's got... Uh, Oscar Lueb and Bolton Oleg and the two Utes. It's uh, Renarita and Shooter Umino versus Great Khan on the Cobb, the Billy Goat, and Callum Newman. And you just think, all right, well, fuck, you got Great Khan, Jeff Cobb, and the Billy Goat. The other team's fuck. Like, that's, that's where we're going with this, right? You think? No! Oscar and Oleg. All right, they didn't get the pin, but they technically won this match against, like, the heavy hitters of the United Empire because it ends with that Bay Blade, Hidden Blade thing on Callum Newman again. I know, again, I guess now so you can get the visual of Shooter and Billy Goat post-match going, I'm going to win, no, I'm going to win, that kind of stuff. But, yeah, it just made me laugh that every now and again, the Young Lion team in a preview tag will win. I mean, it's never the young lion who gets the win, but still, it it's, it makes it's me laugh that on their record, Oscar and Oleg yeah. technically beat the Great Khan, Will Ospreay, and Jeff Cobb. I know Callum's in the... Like, and Callum, I guess, too, because you'd think Callum would beat young lions. So, yeah. Surprised. That was yeah. good. There was a fun spot in this where Oscar and Cobb are in there, and we got big man heat. You know, they're both like, I'm a big man. No, I'm a big man. <laughs> I like that. That was great. Made me laugh. So uh, I thought that match was pretty fun. I was also surprised that Oscar and Bolton Oleg did like moves together. And I was like, hmm. so when Nakashima's not around, they're cool. When Nakashima's right. there, no, fuck Bolton Oleg. I see how you are, uh, Oscar Loeb. You know, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love him. So we yeah. are going to finish out the Super Junior Tag League, starting with just two guys versus Taka, or excuse me, Taguchi and the DKC. This is a wrestling match um, that I watched. Doki, he gets this really cool, like, three-stage bridging suplex thing on the DKC, which is awesome. And DKC gets a bunch of shit in, and he gets pinned after a super kick and the suplex de la luna. Just two guys in the tournament with four points, and DKC and Tiguchi are also in the toilet that smells bad, 
with four points. <laughs> this needs to be updated. The unupdated toilet that smells bad, you know? See, I know I know Taguchi and DKC got four points, but I feel like they got their four points really close together. So it didn't feel like necessarily they were losing all the time because, all right, couple losses here at the start. Win-win. Loss, 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 loss. It, it didn't feel so bad, right? It, it, no, just two guys. They win one at the start and one at the end. At least they beat Yo's team. Like, at least there is that. I'll take that. And uh, it, when they add the extra kick with uh, Taka, it's called the Suplex Dilla K, apparently. So, yes, uh, I'm very happy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I, I, I hate that when they try to do the super kick thing to a stationary person. It buries the super kick because you can't kick them in the – you can't kick their – like, it doesn't work if they can't, you know, snap their head back and sell. So if their head can't move, it just looks fucked up. And if you yeah. actually connect, it looks really fucked up. So, Well, Doki won, so I'm going to allow it. So, I, uh... I, it's <laughs> I just, uh, just something that's always pissed me off. All right. So here we go. Uh, this is uh, Los Ingobernables de Japón. And, oh, look, the Never Champ is here again. Yay. Yeah, Naito's there too. But uh, I know, like, Naito's... Naito's just going for a title at Wrestle Kingdom. Shingo's already got the title. Come on, it's a never open podcast. What do, you, what, do you, what do you want from us? And so uh, LIJ aren't going to embarrass themselves in front of all of their friends, right? Because uh, Hiromu's out too, and Sojo, the Suji, they all want to see this match. Oh, and they were Masashi and Yo. Uh, I think it's a pretty dang great because uh, Masashi and Titan just decide, fuck you. No, fuck you. And they just decide to really just go at it. Their exchanges in this match are fucking incredible. I really like their chemistry. And hey, uh, New Japan, you want to have Masashi hang around a little, for a little while? I wouldn't be mad. I really liked him this tournament. He's got that really nice mix. He's got enough fun to kind of bounce off whatever fucking copycat shit Yo's putting down. <laughs> but he's also got quite a stiff offense that he's, that he's used to great effect this whole tournament. Man, he took an awesome springboard DDT from T-Tan as well. And I also like uh, Masashi's frog splash. He does such a good frog splash. I think it's a five-star version of it. I don't know. But he does one of those on Bushi, which looks incredible. Then there's a direct drive on Bushi. Oh, no. LIJ is eliminated from the tournament as Yo and Masashi win. I was surprised. I was surprised, (laughs) you know. Um, I'm sure you were. I was uh, like, I thought for sure that LIJ would win that match, especially with all the boys being there, you know? <laughs> yes, indeed. But uh, I, it was it was good stuff. I liked it. And uh, that ends the, the uh, tournament for LIJ on 10 points. And uh, Yo and Musashi get eight points all up. There was some cool shit like uh, Musashi and Teton really shine in this match big time. They got cool shit to do. And Teton was like, hey, I, you know, it's my last big match here. So I guess I'll take all the moves. Like, you want, you want to do some <laughs> shit to me too? Let's do it. You know, it was great. And that Musashi guy came up with some really cool, like, I can't, I, I'm not sure how it worked, but he ended up like doing some cool thing to spoil the LIJ tag finisher. Like right there towards the end yeah. before he, it was pretty neat. So anyway, but uh, yeah, LIJ eliminated. So well, anyway, for a, guy, yep. for a guy who wasn't even supposed to be at this tournament, like I feel like hey, I'm not even supposed to be here this whole tournament. Shoe polish uh, smelling motherfucker. 
<laughs> yes, right. 37. No, we won't go there. Uh, I I feel like he was like, oh, I'm in New Japan. This is this is my chance to be like, I'm going to show New Japan and everyone what I've got. Sure. And he did it. I liked him. Great. You know, so. All right, Luke, this next match is pretty cool. It's so cool that a certain referee by the name of Marty Asami, number one, is out here to uh, chomp this match up. It's TMDK versus the War Dogs. Now, War Dogs need this match in order to stay in this thing, right? Or So yeah. this is really can important I, to them, right? If they lose, just, they're out. Can I just say how this match starts? Just, just that sure. my first note is, Tope Khan Katamaru Gambit! Yeah. Fujita dives on the War Dogs. And this is like their, their plan. They have a plan. TMDK, they're like, okay, fucking Fujita, you dive on one guy. I'm going to fucking pull the other one. Robbie's going to pull the other one, put him right to Rob Miller's special right at the beginning, right? Oh, yeah. That's the plan. So that's what they that's what they do. They execute it. almost works, man. It's probably Chumpy's fault, honestly. It doesn't work. But. Give up! So... <laughs> Then Connor's like Fujita's up on the apron and Connor's very kindly uh, fucking pounces Fujita off the apron. He kind of runs near Fujita and then Fujita just leaps off the thing. And there's the conveniently placed young lions. Like it was like the stardom shit, you know, where <laughs> right before a dive and stardom, like 20 young, you know, lionesses just all of a sudden start crowding around the ring. You know, it was that kind of thing. And that was fun. So Fujita goes flying, you know, he's so Canadian hard. pounce. Yeah, it was Canadian, you know, but I was just disappointed by the, <laughs> it was kind of like, you know, it's so, so polite. So anyway, um, that was great. But uh, it is a Canadian pound. So Robbie has to fight both war dogs, all right, for because, uh, you know, uh, they just took out Fujita and sent him into the crowd, basically. So here is Robbie's just trying to hold his own versus these guys. And he does for a little while, but then he eats total elimination. And they go for the full clip, but Fujita makes the save. He's back. So, and then Robbie gets a side roll up and pins Maloney, and the War Dogs are fucking devastated. They're on None. ten. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, go. They're on ten points. TMDK end on six, and the War eight. Dogs eight. And the War Dogs um, chase them to the back, and Chumpy has to get the fuck out of the way. It's really funny. He's in the aisle in the way, and he has to get out of the way. Like whoa. It's like it's it's definitely one of those matches where we won, but we didn't win to the point where the other guys are too exhausted to like run and beat us up. So, I, I just in my brain I heard Christopher Lloyd from, from Star Trek Three go, "Get out, get out of there!" You know when uh, you're going to explode the Enterprise? You yeah. Know? No. Okay. So, I, yeah. I only when I think of Christopher Lloyd, I just think of Marty. You know, that's it. I can't think it's of anything else. It's weird to think else. that Christopher Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Played a Star Trek Klingon villain, and he was fucking amazing at it. I it's love Star good. Trek Three. It's pretty yeah. good. Who's your favorite Klingon? <sighs> oh, it's got to be like uh, it's Worf. But if we're not okay. doing like Worf, not main Worf's characters, like, yes, yeah, so yes, because Worf. Worf's probably one of my favorite characters in all of Star Trek. Uh, I would go. I like Galron. I like Chancellor Gorkon. I like. Uh, <sighs> Who's David Warner in Star Trek Six? The one who gets assassinated. The ambassador. He's the like, babe, him. like he's probably my number one. That dude is fucking awesome. Man. All right, so all right, I know it. Just before we go back to wrestling, everyone. All right, so David Warner, who is the assassinated ambassador in Star Trek Six, is mm-hmm. the Cardassian 
that asks Picard how many lights there are. So oh, there yeah. is that. So that's really cool. Uh, I also like like even in Star Trek Six, um, Chang. Yeah, that's who I'm. I, that's my favorite Klingon. Chang. Um, he's the best. Who, what's his name? It's gonna hurt me. Hurt my soul. I don't know what his name is, but his, he his quotes... daughter was a villain in Picard. He oh, was in gosh. the Sound of Music. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, Everyone's I was in the Sound like of Music in, in high school, um, but I won't tell you who I played. So, <laughs> yeah, I have to look this up. Sorry. Okay. Well, that's six. we're derailing and, the yeah, wrestling just, talk just a little you know? bit, just, just so we just can have a little Christopher Star Trek Plummer. Talk. Christopher Plummer. Plummer. There you go. Yeah, he's tremendous. Because Amanda Plummer was a villain in Picard season that's three. Right. I just wanted good. to. I just wanted her to say in that whole show. If any of you Federation pricks move, I'm going to execute every last motherfucking one of you. Because, yeah, that was her in Pulp Fiction. Anyway, I, I'm, I'm stalling because of the main event, but I really love this match. It is the intergalactic jet setters, Kevin Knight and Kushida versus Catch 2 2, that is Francesco Akira and TJP. And uh, Kevin Knight launches off Kushida's back over the ropes and overshoots now at this point kevin knight does not overshoot at this point he's done the best of the super juniors and now he's done super junior tag league you all know he overshoots now he gets major air step back a bit oh here's where i think we need to stand nudge 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 take another step back all right now you're good for kevin knight's dive because goddamn, he briefly glances off both men and lands on his back and every time a wrestler lands on their back i, I suddenly go oh, and then i'm relieved when they just shoot straight up and go yeah so that's that's where he should land that's the safest place to land but you know uh it's it it, it he landed with a thud and it, it was like, it was a thud it looked fucking gnarly man <laughs> and he got up and was like come on <laughs> it must be the shoes yeah it must be oh my god stop talking about his shoes they're just normal wrestling boots yes that's the problem about, yeah. right is that they always talk about it must be the shoes and his his like his boots are just regular wrestling boots <laughs> it's like, ah! kevin knight is a tall man tall man can jump high it's just how it works everybody think- isn't it? That's, I, I don't think he's that tall. I think I'm a short man. Super I can't athletic. Yeah, that is true. That is true. All right. So Akira he kicks out of a sky high, and uh, and in, in the match, uh, and uh, you're right. <laughs> over there? Notes, yeah. <laughs> but I just wanted to to not, this, this is where my note was like this match is amazing, and he's he's. It's just been a really fun ride, and I like that the, so many tag teams in this division, I feel like, got over in this tournament. Yeah. Jet Setters, over as a junior tag team. L, the LIJ team, yes. The War Dogs, I know they're the champs, but they're new champs, so they're a relatively new team. It's it's working. The Kanemaru show thing. Yeah, Kanemaru fits like a glove and has a torture. What a son of a bitch. All this kind of stuff is just... I oh, mean, I'm just so happy to have a division and it's full of so many good wrestlers and so many, yeah. But you, you know the Jet Setters are not long for this world because uh, this, this story, a whole tournament, is about one team and it is catch 2-2. Two, two. And uh, there's a total elimination, Fireball, and Akira pins uh, Kevin Knight. So the Jet Setters end on a really good 10 points and catch 2-2 two, two on 12. I, yeah. 
then yeah i don't the last match is just all the emotions but uh yeah i almost Catch- get everything i want <laughs> Catch two versus jet setters was awesome and yeah. uh like they you know both teams were on 10 so they you know one could have gone either like, way win or go home you know and so it was fun because uh kevin knight you know he's doing all kinds of cheating and stuff in this match too like they were doing before and he gets caught by chumpy and he has to apologize <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. So, I no, like no, 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 yeah. no. Yeah, I swear to God, sometimes he just goes blah 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 like that, you know. And it's like you're just saying nothing, aren't you? It's because it's because uh, Mario Sami knows no one's gonna listen to him anyway. That's true. He's we like, might as well I, just go. Ah, that's right. Yeah. That was a joke between him and your favorite ref, Red Shoes, who refs this next match, which is El Desperado and Master Huato versus the House of Torture. You know those guys, Kanemaru and Show, and uh, Desperado and Wato. They need a win to tie and to make the finals. House of Torture advance with a win only. So if uh, Wato and Desperado tie, now a lot of the, the show had really been zipping by at this point, and I thought they're going to fucking go time limit here. You know, I thought that's what they were going to do. They do not do that. So Kanemaru versus Desperado to start, and this is another you know Suzuki Goon rematch. And they stare at each other, and they start doing the thing that they always do in Best of Super Juniors, where they just start doing headlocks on each other. And it was really Every time. fun. I love that. If, if you don't time. know, they always have a headlock off in their matches when they wrestle each other, and they did it here. And Water and Desperado, they use teamwork, and Water gets a low five from Desperado. Like, Desperado gives not the high five, but the low five, which is, you know, okay. He's giving them something. The crowd marks out for that. So, (laughs) that's really funny. (laughs) Desperado, he easily foils cheating attempts here because he knows all that shit, man. He knows what to do. But House of Torture have to try, like, 20 different things, and finally it works. House of Torture go out in the aisle. All the, the rest of the House of Torture, the heavies, they come out and beat up Desperado, paving the way for our story. So Watto is going to have to be the hero to save his partner, uh, you know, in their hopes for the finals. That's what I thought the story was. I don't think that's really what they end up doing. But Watto runs wild and takes out all the House of Torture. He gets massive cheers here. Kanemaru cuts him off and we get some fuck your leg and more help from House of Torture. Watto has his mean face on in this match. You know what that looks like. Just goofy as fuck. And uh, he gets the mid-card and, and tags in Desperado, who goes up against Show. Uh, it's pretty cool. So he, he picks him up for the guitar of death or guitar a day hand now or whatever, and he just holds him there and, like, pauses it. And then just, bam, slams him. It's pretty it cool. nasty, yeah. Now, big problem here, though, is that they had an opportunity to do something so cool here, and they didn't do it. Is that I thought Desperado was going for the recitamente. Like, how awesome would that have been if he did that right there? And okay, crowd would have gone insane, yeah. and you and I would have too. Yeah, it was a good spot to do it too. You know, it was like the beginning of the end of the match. It would have been a good spot to kind of do that, and then maybe you have that pay off at some point. But anyway, we we get a full on mini match between Show and Desperado, and Show almost wins. And he might. This is the part that you hate. So basically, Show there was a three count. I think this happens. You know, uh, this happens right. right here where, hold yeah. on, hold on. Let me get through the match and then you can talk all you want about it. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> show, show almost wins and it basically was a three count, but that's, you know, Red Shoes knows the finish. So he's not going to count that. So there's a ref distraction and a spanner attempt, which by the way, Walker, Texas Ranger called it a wrench. 
So fuck off, everybody that calls it a spanner. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Watto saves the day. And uh, this odd couple, they work together, man. Watto cleans house several times in this match. It's really good. He looks great. It's a Reseda Mente for two on somebody. There's a high-angle German, but it's it, it's almost there. But it's foiled by evil. So no, then Watto gets it for the win. But no, this is the big part that's the problem. So there was already almost a three count earlier that probably was a three count. Here's the big one. German suplex on... I think Canamaro. I don't know. Show. That's unfair. Yeah, and uh, and Master Water has it for three. But, you know, again, Red Shoes knows the finish. This isn't the finish. So he does not count the third three. He goes down and is just like, nope, that's not it. And, you know, it was a fuck-up. It was a complete fuck-up on the wrestler's part, not on Red Shoes, by the way. So the, the wrestlers didn't kick out. So No, he's, he's got a part to play in this too. Okay, well, you're going to tell me all about it. So yeah. anyway, um, but uh, that happens. And so, yeah, they, they do the same spot again. Um, you know, oh, okay. So here's what was supposed to happen is that during that that count, um, I think it's Kanemaru who's on the outside who's supposed to pull the ref, and he doesn't. And so that's why – that's really what the spot what, – what the problem was is that basically he was supposed to pull Red Shoes out. Red Shoes didn't get pulled out. So then they redo it and do that same spot again basically with a different pin, and then he gets pulled out the second time so we can get a ref bump, right, ref bump. So that ends up happening. Uh, they do the same spot again. Like I said, Rashida Mente pull the ref. This allows everything is evil on water. House of Torture win. They will face Catch-2-2 in the finals. The finish was flat because they fucked it up, right? But the tournament isn't ruined, Luke. But tell me why you think it is. I, it's it's not ruined, but, like, this match fucking sucks. Sorry. I fucking hate this match. I don't like it. Now, I'm watching – this has happened in the evil company, WWE, and I'm pretty sure it's happened in AEW as well. Uh, there's a fuck-up, and it's supposed to be interference or the pin broken up. Oh, three was counted. Because that's what you're supposed to do. I know wrestling is silly and ridiculous and all that, but wrestling kind of has rules that that and it, what some of those rules, if they get broken, suspend they take my suspension of disbelief out of it. And I'm just like, come on, man, that like like show didn't move. He did not move. Played this for charity. I'm like, watch this. Is this three? She's like, yeah, that's that that's three. And one, two hand moves. Uh, it's like, and to the commentator's credit, to the commentator's credit, Chris and uh, Mr. Stewart, they act like it was two and move on. Professionalism, awesome. That's their job. They have to do that. Me watching this and the crowd watching this knows it's fucking bullshit. We just saw three. So, yeah, it was, was it a fuck up? And yeah, right. All right, so that is consistent with New Japan, though. This is the finish, and it will always be the finish. Nothing can change that unless injury, nothing. Absolutely nothing. All right, fine. But then you make your referees look like absolute fucking idiots. Like, Red Shoes look stupid. Whether he, whether it was his fault or not, that should have been three. You're not there in time. It's three. Also, this was the time right here for catch uh, for. Uh, House of Torture to go far in the tournament and then, oh, they got beat right near the end because 
all right, now we're going to have to see a match we only just saw like this week. I know we saw the Wato Despi one too, but it's got the extra layers to it that, that I like. And for me, the finale of Wato Despi versus Catch 2-2, that's a more interesting final match because now I don't know who's winning. I don't know who's winning. And look who the champs are. Uh, dear listeners and Mr. Guy, the champs of the super of the juniors tag champs are Bullet Club, Driller Maloney and Clark Connors. You're not going to have House of Torture versus fucking Bullet Club at the paper at Wrestle Kingdom. It's not happening. So this is telegraphed even more than Sonata versus Ibushi at the at the end of the G1 that year that I kind of knocked on. So yeah, I from a from a I feel like this has been a really well-booked tournament too. And I feel like this is the only misstep. And I say this as someone who more than anyone else on the Tweety sphere or anyone else in the New Japan Pro Wrestling fandom sphere has been like, I love House of Torture. I love what they do. I love the different flavor they bring. I love the heat that they have. I love it. And like, I'm in for it. But would I have been annoyed if they won? Yeah, still, I, I think I would have. But to win like that just made it seem extra shitty as well. And <laughs> and I just fucking hated it. So it kind of soured. It, it, this, <laughs> I felt watching this, what everyone must feel like for every House of Torture match, I guess. So like, it, <laughs> even House of Torture fans feel that way about House of Torture sometimes, dear listeners. And uh, I felt it here. Well, and yeah, you you are right. It is consistent with with any ref in New Japan. This is the finish. We look like idiots. We look like idiots. But it's a high stakes match too because it's the last round match of the tournament, and this happens. And the the more interesting anything could happen match is gone. Man, I would have loved to have seen even if Catch Two Two like won again, like against Wato and Despi. I'd have been happy with that. Like, these are the two teams I want to win. And to have them both in the final would have been a dream for me because now I, like, I don't care who wins. I want them both to win. The match is going to be incredible. And now I'm just like, and now I'm, and now this is how I, yeah, you're just having a lot. Yeah, that's, that's how I feel. I'm still going to watch the shit out of the match and probably get some enjoyment out of it still. But it just feels. I know wrestling is a story and can be predictable and stuff sometimes, but just to telegraph it like that, I'm like, oh, my God, come well, on, let me, man. Let me give you a different perspective, okay? Maybe this will make you feel better. Because I, I don't think that you win Best of Super Juniors, you get, you're, you're, you know, you get a title match. You don't get a title match at Wrestle Kingdom. So well, you, I you think did, it's happening this time, though. This match, the title match is going to happen at Wrestle Kingdom. I'm pretty sure. We sh- I don't know about that. I think that that'll happen before then. And and then because here's why I say that because yeah. the way that all these stories go, I just the way this tournament looked, it would make a lot of sense for them to do the like four way thing where they have four different teams do the you know uh, go for the titles because they love doing that at Wrestle Kingdom. I feel yeah, like that true. the junior tags will have a four way match, at least three way or maybe four way. There were five teams that were in the you know in the running here towards the very end. This was an yeah. awesome tournament, right? And they did a great job. They always book tournaments great. You always get mad when it doesn't go the way you want it to. But this had never the extra, does. 
This has the extra stank on it. It doesn't. I got you. But this had the extra stank on it, and I got you. But let's consider that maybe, you know, this is something that will happen sooner than later because the, I there's some Road to New Japan show that's like nothing in the middle of next month. Why is that there? You know what I mean? There's some stuff coming up where I feel like these will be main events. Uh, that's That sounds like a great main event of a, a Kirk and Hall show. Just saying. Yeah. You know? And if they do that, then they can still have the Desperado Watto thing continue, you know, or we don't know what Strong Style's doing. But, I mean, it doesn't seem like they're, you know, oh. you know, we don't know what's going on with them either. So Speaking of Strong Style, mm -hmm. hey, Ren Narita, where the fuck were you? Your Didn't boy's help. getting the fucking trashed by House of Torture. Hey, Shooter, where the fuck are you? Your boy's getting never. trashed by House of Torture. Hey, he Yuji would... Nagata and Minari Suzuki, where the fuck are you? <laughs> they, I feel like Ren would never, never. run in to no. help someone else. That's mm -hmm. some. That's just not something his character would do. Suzuki but, wouldn't uh, do that either, really. No. <laughs> like, no. Yuji Nagata might. <laughs> he, yes, he he might. But, uh, but yeah, man. a few dad friends, doesn't he? I mean... You know, Desperado's been an asshole for a long time, so that's it's kind of tough. You know, it's like ELP, man. It took him a while to make friends, and uh, yeah, that's you know, true. He's not very good at it. So, um, and the only but, one, uh, who wants, only person who wants to be his friend, he can't stand. <laughs> Please be my friend. Uh, this match was, by the way, that match was so serious. Watto didn't even try to hand him a T-shirt. That was a nice touch. <laughs> Look, T-shirts didn't matter at this point. All right, you know? so hopefully I'm wrong, and and you're right. I'd love for you to be. If you, 100% right on this and be like, all right, we're going to do uh, the best of super junior winner versus ball club before the new year. And then wrestle kingdom. Let's give some juniors some, a major payday. Cause yeah, that's, they that's fucking bust, bust their ass. Yeah. I'd love it. Yeah. Well, I, could, I could dig that. Luke, we get a day off. There's going to be some, you know, fucking, uh press conference thing that we'll probably talk about on the next episode if we watch it but then our next episode will be power struggle Blah! and uh, and we will have google reviews about it but just let's talk about some of the matches so the luke uh the luke the opening match is the frontier zone match which i like these um and and it's it's x three x's but not that kind of three x's versus some guys <laughs> i think they're from dragon gate Yes. So um, I'm interested in Strong Machine J. That sounds interesting to me. But That's a uh, pretty, pretty cool name. Yoshiko Kato and uh, uh, Makazuki Jr. as well. Just you have that name. pulled up, Luke? Can you tell me yeah. what the next match is? And I'll tell Absolutely. you what the next match is after that. Absolutely. There is a match for the IWGP United States and a UK Championship. I don't know if this is in like 100% match order or anything. It might be. But uh, yeah, it is Shooter Umino versus uh will osprey and uh have you heard like silly rumor rumbles that uh new japan wasn't smart enough to back up the yen truck to will osprey and that there's rumors that he might you know go to the uh all elite poachers yeah yeah i think that that's that's gonna be more i bet you that's less about money and more about like I just want to go live somewhere where people speak English, you know, that might yeah, be I something get it. like that. So, and, yeah. and everybody's dream, every wrestler's dream, they grow up, they don't grow up watching new Japan necessarily. Some of them do, but most of them grow up watching 
WWE, and that's kind of the place they all want to go. So, and he's also got a missus and a kid. So, how can how can you be mad? You know, and especially with the, the the stuff that he's done for New Japan over the last year or so. So you can't be too mad. Well, he anyway. might get one of those AEW things where he can go be a star at AEW and once a year come to, you know, Japan. I mean, that's kind of like what's happening with Kenny Omega. So I feel like when guys get signed, if they go to WWE, maybe we won't see him again for a long time. If they go to AEW, maybe we still will, you know? Yeah, so. Absolutely. Um, uh, unless you're Jay White because they had that added stupid man. stipulation that he could never go back there ever. Why? Yeah, and now he's walking around with a cutout of himself. But uh, uh, Luke didn't. I yes, don't, I don't mind. I love that storyline, dude. It's it's working for me. And it's the cutout. Working. No, no, it's Card Blade. They call him. Anyway, that's fucking stupid. So can we agree on that? Yes, it is. Okay, thank you. That's what I, I was talking. I don't about. mind that's a bit stupid. of stupid in my wrestling. I feel like that's a known known thing right now, but. It's working. I feel like this is why they got Jay White in. They got Jay White in to be in spots like this with the top guys. Whether he wins the title or not, this is why they hired him. Like, this guy sold, not maybe, he sold out Madison Square Garden. Yeah, sure. But he was in the main event of that show, and it was sold out. He also main evented the Tokyo Dome. How many years in a row? I can see why they've put him in this spot. I love it. Why are you telling me his accolades? (laughs) Shut up. I love love Jay White, and I don't get to talk about him on the podcast that much anymore. well. You know, too bad he yeah. got post. All right, next, Luke, yeah. there's Great Ocon versus John Moxley, and we know that Great Ocon's going to get the AEW Championship after beating John Moxley. <laughs> uh, so I'm all about this. Man, I hope he wins so bad. Moxley, that's not going to hurt Moxley to lose that. No, Come on, man. And plus, every time one of these guys goes to AEW, they fucking lose. So can somebody, can AEW send somebody over to lose, please? Yeah. Great Ocon. I feel like everyone knows Greater Card is awesome. Give him a big he needs a big win. He needs a big win. He he really needs one. And it's bullshit that he's not getting one. But uh, I can't wait to see him wrestle John Moxley. <laughs> That's gonna be fucking great. Yeah. Uh I guess I gotta mention the next match. Oh, thanks, man. It's uh David Finley versus Tongaloa. Uh can't wait so what's to next? see that G.O.D. versus uh, B.C. Uh, rivalry. That's just hot. Uh, next, Luke, we have, um, oh, Yuya Uemura and Sonata versus Yodasuji and Naito. That'll be a blast, a little preview shit. Um, and then uh, there's a title match on huh, Luke. Yes, it is. It is the Mighty Don't Kneel, Shane Haste, Mikey Nichols, and Zack Sabre Jr. No offense to Zack Sabre Jr. I love him. But he's already got a belt. It kind of would have been cool if Tito was involved, but I understand. Zack Sabre Jr. is the bigger draw. I get it. But they're, they're wrestling against uh, Tomohiro Ishii, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Kazuchika Okada, the dream team. Uh, this would be the plot. This plot? Yeah, this would be the, the point I'd uh, take the title off the dream team so Okada can go do some awesome shit at the Dome, same with Tana. In fact, uh, I want my fantasy dream book is... Uh, for there to be a miscommunication between Ishii and Hiroshi Tanahashi. That's, yeah, that's your match, yeah. And that's Wrestle Kingdom. I don't think I've yeah. seen a big... Yeah. They've had matches together, but I don't think it's been like a feud necessarily, so I would enjoy that immensely. I think that 
could be a huge money match. It could be, you know, I, be amazing. that's, that's the story. I, that's where it seems like they've been going this whole time. We'll see what happens. But, uh, usually when we think new Japan's going to zig with a the story, they zag. So we'll see what happens. But, uh, and I, this is, uh, what do we got here? Oh yeah, the juniors title match. Oh, and it might be a, uh, it might be for two belts. We don't know. It's Hiromu Takahashi versus Taiji Shimori. That'll be a blast. It's always awesome. Um, and you know, I guess the Super Junior Tag League Finals, right? Yeah, which will be House of Torture. That's a show and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. What a bastard! For <laughs> versus Catch Two Two and Francesco Kira and TJP. So yeah. Uh, it's going to be a great show. I think Hiromi retains, by the way. Uh, yeah, because he always does. Yeah. Every time I think they're going to do something different with that That's title, they, they've done so many fresh, interesting things in the juniors division this year, except for one. And uh, Hiromu's had it all year. I mean, I get it. Hiromu is he's the Naito of the junior division. I get it. It's true. I, understand, I, I, I get it. I just... I would like to see a new champion. It's it's time. Yeah, but uh, well, then they're guaranteed it, not to do that. Either so, here or uh, at the dome. <laughs> Probably going to be the dome. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. You know, they might do a three way at the dome too. Who knows? You know, I got to hmm. get everybody on that card. So, but uh, Luke, do you have a wrestler diary for us this week? Oh, I do. As we wrap up, I have a podcast. I do. Now uh, I. I did get the very second uh, diary entry by the Great Okan, and I was tempted to do that, but it's it's long, and uh, I, I feel like I've I've kind of haven't missed him, but his diary entries are yeah. epic. So I'm going for the last one in our backlog. It is fucking Goto. Well, he's a legend though when it comes to the wrestler diaries, so I'm mm. optimistic here. All right, yeah. <laughs> All right, so Jay sends us uh, Wrestler Diaries, which uh, you have to be a member of New Japan in order to read these. Uh, Mr. Andy and I are not. So Jay is nice enough to send us those. I love The Room, man. That, yeah, I love that movie. Uh, all right, so it's episode 418. It's called Overthrow Superhero. And there's a goofy photo. It's a different photo of him. It doesn't have him with the circuit board kind of makeup like oh. he's some kind of machine instead it's a goofy photo of him smiling with some kind of hard hat on and uh, here we go this is dated october 17th 2023 oh boy all right hello everyone since my injury i have been spending every day in treatment and rehabilitation i am trying all sorts of treatments in order to get back in the ring as soon as possible oh. acupuncture infrared therapy and ninja massage using sake Wait. <laughs> Wait, what i just want to point out that is in the diary and that's not just some <laughs> random japanese stuff i said to make myself sound bad it does it ninja does say massage. ninja massage using sake is that like do they sneak up on you you never know when the massage is coming you know they just like attack you out of nowhere and give you the massage and like like poof, smoke you know and then they massage you all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that is amazing infrared therapy what is that it's where they they get in you and they get a fucking massage from the predator what's going on here <laughs> yes 
Thanks to the treatment, I am recovering at a speed that even leaves the doctors surprised. Oh, get out of here, Kodo. <laughs> Putting himself over in front of the doctors. <laughs> I'm as tough as fucking uh, Terry Funk. No, you're not. One day, whilst walking to treatment, I near a big intersection with three lanes in each direction, and there was a car nearby stopped at a red light. After a while, the traffic light turned green and all the cars started moving except for that one, which did not start moving at all. Uh-oh. Even when the drivers behind were sounding their horns. How odd. I looked, I looked from the car to the pavement and saw that the driver was lying limply over the steering wheel. Oh, my God. This is crazy. He must have suddenly taken ill. Even though I had an injured knee, I couldn't just stand by and do nothing. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. Tripping an eye out for the traffic. The middle-aged man, the middle-aged male driver was lying completely limp, almost slipping out of his seat. By the looks of it, he was unconscious. I banged on the side of the window as I took out the, my phone to call the emergency services. Are you all right? I yelled out when the middle-aged man sat up with a start. <laughs> It gave me quite the shock too, especially in my knee. What? <laughs> you were just sleeping? You scared the hell out of me. If you're so tired that you fall asleep within seconds of stopping at a red light, stop driving. It's an accident waiting to happen. Despite my injuries, I found myself still patrolling the streets. The reason what? why, dear readers, is that whether it's a dream or illusion, I still have that fantasy of being a superhero. <laughs> Hiroki Goto. I guess there are quite a few fans who don't know the legendary Captain New Japan superhero on the outside, villain on the inside. I'm really glad I didn't get into an accident. The end. I love <laughs> I love his brain. Yeah. I love I love the I I will read New Japan is 418 of these fucking things now. Maybe 419 by the time this goes out. Or more if you're listening in the future, but publish these in a book. <laughs> Call it no. I will do this. No, oh, I my. have I have done this. That's what no, it is. I have no, done this. Yeah. I have done this. So oh my god. So so he, he potentially, you know, he doesn't know he has to save someone or knocks on the window. The guy wakes up, it's all fine. But he was so pumped up from that. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I got to do the phone motion, otherwise you won't know how phones work, Mister Guy. That's the thing. Uh, <laughs> He's calling for help, you know. But he was, was he, so was amped he up. He was so him. amped up from that that he was like, "I'm gonna patrol the streets." Yeah. And his he had a shock in his knee. <laughs> you know, um, I think I think he was calling Yoshihashi. By the way, that's who he was calling. Like, dude, you can't. You, I can't believe this shit. There's some guy passed out behind the wheel. Where you at? Yeah? Cool. <laughs> I'm trying man. to get into yeah. this religious building, but there's too many people worshiping. He's like, I'm patrolling the streets. Yeah. You too? All right. <laughs> you patrol this area. I'll patrol this area. We'll meet in the middle. You know, I mean, Kodo, his his mind, as you say, is clearly vivid. Like his, his imagination. And yet... He's, you, you find him one of the most boring in the ring, yeah. And it's, yet, he's Goto. It's like, why? Why can't you, like, why doesn't that translate? You know? Goto, you could be anyone or anything. It's oh, like, my goodness. I'll tag with <laughs> Yoshihashi. 
Sad. Well, Luke, did we talk? Did I talk you off the ledge a little bit? Yeah. Are you, are you okay? I like you're pretty, it. You're pretty mad, you know. I like them. Uh, yeah, it's. I, I guess I don't like telegraphing. I can see a mile away. I just, you don't like tournaments. <laughs> you don't like I guess the I end like of tournaments. I guess I like the start of the tournament and the middle to late middle of the tournaments, and then when all right, we've got to even things up now, so everyone looks like they. Uh, got some points in the tournament and stuff. But this tournament did such a good job of having so many of the top junior tag teams do so well that by the time you got to the last night, it could have gone so many different ways. Yeah, and the fun. fact that it went this predictable, predictable route for the final, I was just like, man, just imagine if they had gone with the Wado Despi final. That would have crushed yeah, oh, well. and then and catch two two can still win that, you know. But yeah, I don't think they wanted. I I like I said, I think that there's more to that. I hope. I hope so because I can't see, you know, uh, the two youths. They can't just break up all of a sudden. So Desperado's not going to have anything else to do while during World Tag League. You know, he'll probably still if he's still on the tour. If he's on the World Tag League tour, he'll be tagging with Watto and and somebody else. You know, there's so we'll see what happens. There is. There Wado is a couple might... of teams who have won, beaten the champs in this tour, and yeah. Wado and Despy was of one of those teams. Yeah, and and see, and that's how you're going to get your four away. So right. that's just okay. my opinion. But because uh, I think it was three other teams that beat them, so um, you know, uh, I was paying attention to that at some point. Oh, I I'm, I'm back in the window now. I'm off the ledge. I'm okay. in the window. It's still open, but you know, I'm back inside. It's is fine. it nice outside though? <laughs> it's a bit windy. It's a bit cold. Yeah, yeah. it's cold as fuck here. Like you got cold, like boom. It's November for us. This is this should be the start of be, things warming yeah. up here, like the opposite of you guys. Yeah. Should have left my hoodie on, but instead I did not. Yeah, well, I I just wore my Paul Reed Smith guitar t-shirt. Yeah, I'm wearing just five guys, yeah. Yeah, by the way, folks, we can't normally see each other, so this is a new thing. We've been using a different kind of way to record, and now we can see each other, and it's kind of fun. Yeah. You know? I thought it'd be awkward, but I feel like now nah, we've already done 200 of these. It's fine. Like It was awkward for the first, like, 30 seconds, but you nailed your intro on the last episode, and I was like, ah, uh, duh, duh, yeah, I do the podcast, you know. I didn't do very well at first, and then I was – because it was kind of distracting, you know what I mean? But, I, did fuck the, I did fuck the professionalism part up, though, so there, there yeah. was that – that's the right. awesome. Oh, all right. So I'm a little mad at this man, but uh, unless, Mr. Andy, you have anything you would like to add, uh, I can't remember any theme tunes to do. Oh, dun, 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 dun. <gasps> Engato, we trust. <laughs>